Hey everybody, welcome to Pittsburgh Comics Podcast number 535. Did I leave that in? Maybe. Leave it in. That was fun. That way everybody knows Mike is confused. That's true. That's true. Oh, he said bad words. Yeah, wow. but he says that on air a lot. Well, that's true. Because he's old, they just slip out. Mm-hmm. And then let something else slip out. Oh, hey, hey. It's okay when hey, he says it. Oh, it's getting ugly. <laughs> I'm Colin McMahon, owner of Pittsburgh Comics. Joining me tonight are... Dave. Spencer. Pat. Bob. Fox and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave, how did how did uh, last, uh, was it, Saturday night go with all the cold and everything? Yeah, it was good. Better than normal, especially in the United States with a little tough in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, but you you made it through, got everything delivered. Made it through okay. for another year. Can't believe it. Craziness. It's only so, minus forty in like Chicago. Nobody bothering me at all. <laughs> As if you need a reason December. not to go to Chicago. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, so we got no questions. I do have to answer a question from last week because well, we'll get to your Come question down. in a minute. But Zach asked how um, Dark Crisis did, and I went, <laughs> I went and got all, got the numbers, and then I came back and I never reported them. But basically, it started strong and went down quickly, and finished about where it had been for issues two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Um, about X Men numbers, which is fine, but yeah, started strong, and a whole lot of people didn't come back for number two. Or a lot of people bought variants. I don't know. Oh, yeah. you didn't count up all the variants? Oh, I did. I, but maybe people bought multiple copies of number one, because I sold 23 more copies of number one than I did of number two. I gotcha. So, I can't totally understand that, but whatever. Um, it did fine. I'm sure we'll talk about the book later. Um, but, that answering Zach's question, I realized as I was putting everything up, I'm like, I never answered the question. <laughs> So, Mike, what's your question? What? Do you remember? Oh, Mike uh, forgot his question. Okay. Since it's the end of the year, yes. what is everyone's most satisfying series that they've read? It doesn't have to be a new one. It can be ongoing, many. And what's the most disappointing series? Mm. Mine is... Nightwing is the best. Meh. Most satisfying. And disappointing is Amazing Spider-Man. We're like, what? How many issues in, Spencer? 16, 16, 15, which, which, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, okay. and we still don't know what happened in that six months. And well, well they'll, they'll tell it after Dark Web, oh wait, after Dark Web there's, well we don't know because we didn't get the Marvel previews, um, but something's coming after Dark Web, but what, yeah, what? I'm just. And it's what, twice a month now? Or um, it... I think that's just sped up because it... of the event. Oh, okay, so that's my tip. Hmm. I probably have to go with Nightwing 2 for more satisfying. Yeah. Um, I don't know about disappointing though. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'll go with disappointing. Batman. Batman has yeah. not been good. Mm-mm. 
I would go more detective than Batman. You know what, though? Sometimes I can't tell the difference. Yeah. But I gotta tell you, after having Batman fall from the moon, yeah, that just... That was like a turd in a punch bowl. <laughs> it, no bueno. And he's from Philly, so he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I pooped in a punch bowl before. Um, yeah, I... I get Batman, I think, at this point, just because I've always gotten Batman yeah. and I don't want to stop. But that's not a good reason. Yeah, you're not getting it because of the story. It's just because, like you said, you've been getting it. Yeah, because, I mean, there was a time where I was excited to read Batman. It was the first thing I'd read as soon as i get home. I can't wait to... And now I'm, like, just dropping it down to the back of a pile. It's just not a good, good place for it to be. And it was a long story. With Sadarsky and the the robot, and just kept going, and like the way, like Pat said, it's not even finished. Oh, really? it's not. Well, I, no, no. I mean, that thing's still walking part around. One. Yeah, he didn't beat the robot. It left oh, after he goodness. after he died. Well, he had yeah, he got zapped and disappeared. Yeah. somehow. Maybe he's with Batmite somewhere. Could be. Wow. Could be Zer N R. Dave. I'd I'd have to say the most satisfying book this year for me, emphasis on the word satisfying, is World's Finest. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a joy. I for can me. see that. That's a joy for me to read every every month. Yeah, I put that up there too. I'm gonna guess what your most satisfying is. It something to do with Bendis? Well, no, <laughs> no it's hard to say. Yeah, it's only we're only two joy. issues in. Oh, Joy Division! Wow. I don't want to say Joy Operations is That's disappointing. Right. We didn't have any expectations. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. they were so low. Yeah, I mean, so, it was just okay. bad. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. That's fair. I, I don't know. I'd have to. It's only two issues in, but Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four, has been disappointing so far. I think. It's a very slow summer. But again, yeah. doing the the the. That's just off the, the top of my head. As we mentioned before, it's doing the Spider-Man thing to where like yeah. this thing happens that we don't know about, and then just just to keep on alluding to. Hopefully, they get to it quicker. At least in the Fantastic Four, they've dropped some hints and stuff about it. Spider-Man, we just there's don't not have. a single hint. In Spider-Man, yeah, like literally, yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Um, I was thinking three of my most satisfying, only because they're ones I'm looking forward to that I get excited when I see they're coming out, which. It doesn't happen a lot, but it's uh, Human Target, um, oh, yeah. Oh, Night, yeah. Dark Knights of Steel, mm. and uh, DC vs. Vampires that wraps up this week. Um, those three I've really enjoyed more than I expected because the, the Tom King stuff has been... yeah, it, it, Hit and miss. Yeah. yeah, so this one I didn't... you know With Human Target, that is a character that I am familiar with. I've read a bunch of his prior trades. So I was like, okay, where's he going with this? But I, And the story might not play out, but the Greg Smallwood art is worth yeah. it every issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the dis- most disappointing for me is Daredevil. I thought mm. the original run of Daredevil was really good by Zdarsky. Then when it went into Devil's Reign... I thought you were going to say Aquaman, Hangry and Arrow. I had no expectations for that. See, the, the, I mean, I Daredevil, that. I really enjoyed the prior run. Then Devil's Reign was kind of, what's going on? And then the stuff after has just been poor. Poop. It's been six issues of we'll get there at some point. Thank you. Yeah. It seems like it's so. an ongoing thing. It's just like, where are you going with yeah. this? 
Yeah, like, like he no. had a plan, and they're like, okay, more, please, and he didn't have a plan for yeah. more. And that's a Darsky, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, those would be mine. Thanks. One last check. Yeah, I don't, uh, um, yeah, one, one thing of news, just double-checking for any questions, no, um, is it Stanley's 100th birthday today. So that's cool. Well, well the anniversary falls on Wednesday. Well, right, yeah, right. Because I guess birthdays stop, which, but yeah. Um, so that's cool. And seeing a lot of stuff uh, online. Uh, DC did their uh, uh, just imagine what if Stanley. Yeah, and uh, Marvel did a one-page ad. So yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he did call them the distinguished competition, right? So. But, so happy birthday, Stan. Um, it was nice. I, ju I just flipping through my phone. Um, Jack Kirby's grandson uh, posted a letter from uh, Stan to Jack. Just a little from 1977 about the Green uh, Lantern, uh, something they were doing. Um, but it was just, hey, it was nice to see you. You know, I wish we'd had more time to talk, but I'm glad we did have time to talk. And just, you know, just a little thing. But it's just nice, you know. He, even, you know, Kirby's grandson isn't bitter where you see so many people online are so bitter about yeah. Stan. Um, was, it, so, was it written on typewriter? It was typed, but it yeah. was signed. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, but it was just nice. You know, you know, best wishes to Roz, you know, yada, yada. But um, it was just nice to see, you know, I think some of the people that are super bitter, you know, it's like, let it go. If, you know, the family's not bitter. Maybe you don't need to be so bitter. He's dead. Yeah, let, let it go. Yeah. yeah. Be mad at Bob Kane instead. Um, at least Stan <laughs> yeah, did something. There, Stan somebody, created somebody something. Somebody did that on Twitter. They were like in Batman 89. I just saw that, yeah, did like some documentary yeah. and he was sitting there, yeah. Yeah, and they said it wasn't like his original drawing. It was yeah. Based off of like... A McFarlane, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw that. But yeah, that's what brought that to mind. So, Okay, this might be a quick one because not a lot came out last week. So, who wants to start talking about books because yeah i don't have anything else um okay. we'll do i'll like try to cobble together a best of list um next week or best you know bestseller list um it's always tough because of variance i'm trying to there's no way to get easy numbers um so mike's gonna go first because he remembers he's momentarily lucid <laughs> wow <laughs> hey, having a good moment are we done? Are we done? See, look, he doesn't even know if we're done with the right. No, we're not done yet, Mike. We're just, we're just getting started. Is that normally a blanky light or something? Yeah. I hate Fairyland number two from uh, Scotty Young, and he's just writing at this one. So Gert is all grown up, and she's been kidnapped by this multi-billionaire because this billionaire's grandson has been kidnapped, and he's in Fairyland. And the only person who knows how to get there is Gert. So she they're trying to convince Gert to go into the fairyland. And he makes this like little device, kind of like Star Trek, you know, when you teleport people. And they did some experiments on some people and it didn't quite work out the way it should. So they they found a little rat that's from Fairyland. So they got the technology to blast them into Fairyland, and they do, but they ended up kind of like missing the point. They're like in hell right now. So that's where it ends. It, it it's super violent, super funny, and it kind of reminds me of like the Ren and Stimpy artwork. If you're a fan of the Krasinski and you know, Ren and Stimpy, it's it's really good. So it continues to be fun. 
Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday Morning Adventures number three. Yep. Oh, I yeah. Really, yeah. It's a fun one. It's so fun. And and it it feels like you're watching the cartoon. Exactly. The plots are completely ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. The the art style is very reminiscent. Um, April O'Neil looks exactly like she looked. Casey Jones kind of looks more like the toy version of it than the cartoon version. Yeah. But the turtles all look the same. The party wagon is the same. Um, so the, the one of the turtles is playing with a little uh, game Nintendo Game Boy too. That was Mikey. Is yeah. that Mikey? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm like, oh wow, that really looks like Game Boy. So the basis is Casey has superpowers, and he's going after anybody breaking the law. Like if you're jaywalking, mm-hmm. he's going after you. If you're not paying your like your electrical bill, and like he's just totally out of control, and they're trying to figure out like how he got his superpowers, and he kind of got blasted from a uh, an science experiment at the laboratory at the one place. So they're trying to figure out like, is there an antidote? Is there something we could do to save him? So they send him to Hoboken because there's nothing but crime over there. And one of the best panels in there, one of the turtles says, "Oh my." Turtle sense is tingling. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you better be careful. This yeah. might be trademarked. Yeah. yeah, and like these little zip zings that they do in there. Yeah, there's some just, good, there's some good jokes in there. Yeah. yeah, it was just fantastic. Like Pat said, the artwork reminds you of a cartoon. It feels like a cartoon, and the cartoons, if you've ever watched them, are just an absolute blast. I'm gonna be sad to see this series end. Yeah, I'm hopefully really... they, it's something that they end up bringing back. Like yeah. you know, maybe they do like a. Yeah, these... And, like, none of the, you could literally grab any issue. It doesn't matter. It doesn't each matter, one, yeah. Each one of them is, like, Because they're self-contained. S- yeah, standalone thing. Yeah. I hope they keep doing more of these Saturday morning books, because the G.I. Joe was fantastic. Yeah. And this one's really good, too. And it reminds you of the cartoon, and that was fun back then. If they, they're putting, it makes comics fun, and it's, like, too yep. many comics out there right now are not fun to Oh, yeah, exactly. They need to do that with Transformers. That like this? Sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, some of the, you know, Starscream just being a dick and Megatron, like, you're an idiot, Starscream. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Is He-Man in comic book form anywhere right now? No, Not but there's one coming. There's a new there's, there's a new been, series been coming a that we just ordered. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be out uh, next month. But it's not based like a cartoon. It's like more... I don't know. Modern. Well, like the other... The last couple series they've done been very... As serious as you can make it because it's He-Man... But have been serious in tone. It hasn't been uh, fun. Um, not that the book was bad, but it wasn't like this, where it's like, no, this is just meant for the kids of the '80s to read this and reminisce and I'd be entertained. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And the other one I'll talk about is Nightwing '99. This yeah. just continues to be fantastic. So um, you have Melinda Zuko, who's the mayor. And she's in her office, and in walks, is it Tony Zuko? Yeah. Yeah. Her father, who's not really her father, because that's Grayson's sister, and he killed their parents. So the ongoing thing with them is Zuko wants to take over the power because everyone else is gone. Yeah, because Blockbuster's dead, and the other guy. Maroney. Yeah, and Maroney's out of the picture. So he decides he wants to go to this place called, is it the Vault? Yeah. The Vault? And it's like this old lighthouse. And you're like, you would never suspect anything to be in there. 
And he goes in there, and there's this old fisherman-looking dude who's like the caretaker of the place. And he wants to open up a box, like, say, 28. And he's like, no. And he shoots him in the eye. He's like, no, you need to open the box. Does he end up shooting him again? Yeah, but he still is, like... He's still alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was odd, because it looked like he shot him in the face. And, and then later on, he's with well, an eye patch? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking some kind of weird... You know, mortal kind of being, because yeah. like, you know, like, like, because it's a very like caretakery of like whatever that thing, you know, that place is. Yeah. So Nightwing busts in. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna take him away, and I'm gonna throw him to jail." And they're like, "No, we're gonna deal with the justice right now." And they, he convinces them to let him take him away to jail. And then um, he goes into jail, and Melinda goes and visits him has this piece of paper that says, I'm no longer a Zuko. I am, was it Ian Grayson or Grayson Ian? Grayson Ian, I yeah. think. And doesn't want to have anything to do with him whatsoever. And her and uh, Grayson decide that we're going to lay low and fight back. And it all leads to issue 100, which I have no idea what he's going to do in issue yeah. 100. So. But the, the guy with no heart seems to be... The person of power right now. Yeah. So. Uh, but that was a cool, like, double page spread of, oh, of, of Nightwing chasing him through that through that area. And we got the, what was it, Double Dare? Is that yeah, the, yeah. The, the, those, were, the, those are like a classic, like, 90s Nightwing villain. So I like any time that he does something like that. Like, that's awesome. Because yeah. Nightwing... Like, Nightwing's weird because he has, like, a rogues gallery, but, like, he also, like, he has Batman's rogue gallery, but he has, like, his own. Yeah, he's got it from both sides, yeah. But that's all I got. Dave? Okay, um, World's Finest. Yeah, right there. Mm -hmm. Number 10. Huge revelation on the final page. Yeah, I did not see that coming. I mean, this is... This is up there, but they've been Superman and Batman have been tutoring this kid from another from a parallel Earth, David Sakella, going by the name of Boy Thunder. And this issue, he's uh, he's been kidnapped by the Joker, and the Joker's torturing him, trying to get the secret identities of Superman and Batman. And uh, they're scanning all of Gotham City, searching all Gotham City for him. And um, going Superman tearing through all these lead-lined buildings, and they f- they finally find where he is, and it's like a maze of doors floating in the air, set up by the key, the villain, the key, and they got to find which door to go through. And Superman figures out he uses his uh, microscopic vision to find out. Uh, to see the handprints that the key left on the door knob because he knows the Joker wears gloves so he's not going to leave any uh, fingerprints and then Boy Thunder has lost it a few times in this series and at the end of this he loses it again and says you know, on the Joker and he's like I'm going to kill you someday which Boy Wonder is this? This is Boy Thunder. Oh, Thunder. He's, oh, I said Boy he's, Wonder, he's, uh, he's from a parallel Earth. 
He's, he's supposed to be like the sidekick that Superman had that nobody really knew about because um, he didn't like last that long. But yeah, he finds because like Joker has his own like door where he goes to and he follows him in there, and like he has like these electricity kind of powers and he literally like burns the crap out of like the Joker's hands and arms and stuff yeah. like that because he's just he's just freaking out. And then we. This is a big spoiler, so if you don't want to hear it, fast forward a minute or two. But then on the last page, we find out that Boy Thunder grows up to be Magog yeah, from Kingdom I'm, Come. And I was kind of wondering, like, how that worked. Really? Like, how, like, like oh, timeline-wise, wow. like, how that works. Well, isn't he become a, he's a god, right? In Kingdom Is he almost a god, or is he a god? I can't remember. No, I think he's just like one new, you know, like the new breed of superhero. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought he was a god. But yeah, on the final page shows him, you know, with the, with the, with the Joker on the ground. Yeah, with his like scepter kind of thing. So. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, but I wonder, like, yep. if. Uh, like how much more they're gonna go into that, like with this story, or if they're just gonna like let that go and like yeah, pick it up, yeah. pick it up later. Yeah. Then isn't Wade gonna be doing a new series coming up? Well, he's doing Lazarus Planet. Oh, is that what he's doing? Okay. Well, like the one one shot of all these like ten one shots that there are. Oh, okay. Is he doing Shazam? Mm, that, I, I think, think he might be doing Shazam. Oh, that'd be so. interesting. Yeah. But. Yeah, that that was something else. Um, the other Mark Wade book is Batman versus Robin. Yeah, right there. Number that. four, leading to Lazarus Planet with monkey prints, <laughs> featuring. <laughs> well, not really so much monkey prints. It's like monkey prints pet sidekick guy, pig sidekick yeah, guy. Yeah. But we have the Devil Neza. Collecting all of the magic from all the Earth's magic users and putting it into Doctor Fate's helmet. Doctor Fate again. What? What's? Do we know what's coming with Doctor Fate? Because he's just like appearing yeah, everywhere. I mm -hmm. don't know. He was in a movie. That's why. <laughs> yeah. It just happens to be Fate that he's in all the books at one time. Oh! In Batman, the Batman goes is in the cavern looking for him. And he runs into, of course, he has to face Damien, who's wearing, like, a Batman costume himself. Like, it's Batman 666 costume, and he's, like, a grown-up, but, like, a... Smaller version. Yeah, kind of. So they they start fighting, and uh, Neza's about to put on Dr. Fate's helmet... When Talia comes out, knocks it out, and Batman puts it on. Which is mean when he puts it on, the helmet gets ears. What? <laughs> For <Yeah>. real? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Can't bend the ears, man. Wow. It keeps them things pointy. It's got molding on. Um. And so he uses his the power yeah. to. Uh, like, fix, um, Damien's, like, Damien. he frees Damien, sends away everybody else that could help him on the island, 
Because, like, the other yeah. Robins are all, like, mind control, too, but he sends them away. Except for Black Alice. Well, he tried to send her away, but the pig guy stopped oh, her. Oh, the pig guy stopped, stopped her. Okay, her right, somehow. right, right, okay, right, I forgot that, okay. Yeah, and then uh, Batman uh, gets in front of Damien when Neza throws a blast at him. Yeah. And Batman's dead. Again. <laughs> but not, but... He comes back to life. A like couple, with a couple pe- panels later. A couple panels later. Does he still later. have the helmet on? No, no, no because no. Black Alice uses the magic from Doctor Fate's helmet. All this magic. Well, no, to she bring like has like, life, right? or like, you know, she's able to channel like the Lazarus pits, like what was left, like the resin that was left in it, or something, which also is what caused it to explode because like it ends with like a volcano of Lazarus yeah everywhere so it's gonna be raining down Lazarus pit juice everywhere the volcano is exploding so we gotta tune into Lazarus planet to when find out who survives when does that start soon probably it's like a it's a it's like a, an alpha a whole bunch of one shots and then an omega yeah I think is how it's oh, set yeah, up right. It's not like a Lazarus Planet 1, 2, 3. So, uh, next, how about uh, Traveling to Mars? Read that. Number 2. Did uh, Elon Musk read this book? <laughs> no, it's good. Uh, it's been real good. No, um, yeah, it's been really good. This issue, this issue is all about regrets that this guy, Roy, has because he gets to talk to his mom on the comm link and has regrets about his toward his mother and we find out about his father, his late father, who was he was constantly asking him, what's the plan for your life? What's the plan? Has regrets about that. And then we find out he wants his mom to talk to his ex-wife who he hasn't talked to in 20 years and he has regrets about that. So, I don't, this must, I don't know how uh, personal a book this is to Mark Russell, but it feels like really personal. Mm-hmm. I don't know his background, or because if he's just making this up off these feelings and emotions off the top of his head, that's, that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah, no, yeah, really good. And yeah, the, I, I did not expect this to be this heartfelt yeah 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 there's hardly there's not much satire in it Mm-mm. at all Mm-mm. it's coming like there was a little bit where the robots yeah were created and just put on the ship so yeah. they don't know anything and like he he felt bad because he yelled at him for running and playing in the hall and uh but yeah the thing uh with uh with his mom talking to his mom and she's super disappointed and he's like i was trying to be kind to yeah. you you know i had like yeah. a month left to live and now you have ten million dollars. You know, it's yeah. Um, well, yeah, and there were there was a little story they gave where there were these three brothers, yeah. and the father died, and whoever got back to the homeland first would be king. Yeah, and the guy who was in third and realized he wasn't going to beat them had someone cut off his hand, and he threw his hand onto the land, so he was the first to touch land. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. and he's kind of like, that's kind of what he is. Yeah. He's basically just being shot to Mars to be the first person on Mars. Yeah. 
it's no and he's you know, by himself yeah he's by himself he's dying of cancer on earth but in in space it's been arrested and uh, it's so that this food company becomes the first to touch Mars and then can claim Mars and all the assets on it, all the natural resources and stuff. That's the whole reason for the mission. Um, but yeah, it's really good. Just him, you know, thinking about his life. But he, yeah. you know, he would have been dead in a month from this cancer. So you know, okay, sure, I'll do it. Why not? So, but it's been really good. Yeah. And one, one more talk about uh, anybody read Vanish? I did. Yeah. Number four. I feel like we're missing a lot, mm-hmm. especially this guy's current life, his background, his relationship with his wife. It's yeah. like, so yeah. he's a drunk and he's out here and he has all this power and he's taking out the bad guys, but the bad guys are doing bad things to his friend and is now looking for his wife. But it's like, what does this guy normally do during the day? What has he done since yeah. he got rid of the bad guy? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff I'd like to know. Yeah. Also, and if these bad guys are actually bad guys. Yeah. Because it seems like some of them might have actually kind of reformed a little bit. Um, Other than, like, the main guy. The main guy still seems pretty much a tool. But, um... Uh... But some of the other ones actually seem like they might have actually... And so did he, like, kill them without, like, just cause now? Because, like... Yeah, it just seems like a lot of things need to... Yeah, we learn a little bit more about these these villains who are now masquerading as heroes because there's like two parallel fights in this issue. Oliver is up against uh, Battery, who we learn is like the darkest of magicians and is um, Vanish's ex-lover. And Halcyon, who was Vanish's judge, jury, and executioner is uh, interrogating uh, Oliver's friend, Deacon Dusk, who we met previously, to find out where he lives. Um, ends with, ends <laughs> with, in some cases, a lot of blood. Spilled a, lot of, and, a, lot of, a lot of body parts. And uh, Halcyon is going after... Uh, Oliver's wife, and that's a the final page was cool, cool yeah. creep, creepy scene of him touching down um, outside her window while she's on the phone. So I'm enjoy, I'm enjoying it, and that's all I got. So you got um, Flash. I read that. Um, so this is uh, kind of wrapping up the mini arc of. Uh, the rogues who are now uh, cops, because um, uh, at the end of the last issue, uh, Pied Piper shows up and he is able to one of the things that he does through his flute is he's able to like freeze the rogues gallery enough for them to uh, get away and go back to Wise House where. Um, Everybody decided to see the Pied Piper, and he they catch him up all on like the uh, the baby and how Jay got his powers back, and just like them kind of becoming superheroes and stuff now. Um, it's like he, he was just coming over for dinner, kind of. Thing, yeah, what it felt like. <laughs> um, and then there is a um, uh, 
I forget what happened with the Flash. Oh, uh, the Flash leaves to go try to have a conversation with the mayor, who is the former former uh, warden of the of Iron Heights, and uh, they start to have a talk. And it, you know, turns out that, you know, it, it wasn't going to go the way that, you know, Flash wanted it to. So the rogues show up and they start to have a fight. And uh, Flash gets stuck in a, in a block of ice from Captain Cole when it looks like, um, you know, that he's done for. Linda and the kids show up. My only say, question for all of this is why is the pregnant lady showing up as a superhero? Isn't that a little dangerous? That's what I kept thinking. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Woman Spider Woman was swinging around when was she was she? like eight and months. The, and then there's like a 10-year-old and a 12-year-old kid. And I'm like, really? That's not very safe. But that's I mean, there was Robin and... <laughs> and <laughs> but these kids are like in there playing Nintendo. And it's like, I don't know how well-trained they are, so I don't know. Um, but so they, uh, you know, they're able to save Wally... And, um, throughout that, they're able to pretty much put the rogues down, but then the, uh, the mayor shows up and, uh, shows up. He's empowered. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, well, he's actually being, like, possessed by some other, like, worldly, like, thing who is trying to, uh get rid of like the chaos and, and stuff and you know and, and you know um, put in the order and uh, Wally is able to convince the thing to like you know like hey no we we got this we are able to, to handle it and so it eventually leaves uh, the warden's body but without giving without warning him that uh, some other um Else bad is, like, coming down the line that, you know, to be prepared that, you know. Um, Deceased, War of the Undead Gods? I'm behind. Oh, okay. I read the first one, that's all, as far as I got. They're in a stack. Yeah. Under my laptop, ready to go. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, they're there. They're there, the they're ready. Thing. They're yeah. primed. They're in position. <laughs> Uh, one of the, uh, planets that is being taken over by, um, Darkseid, who is also now a, a, um, uh, a Yellow Lantern, um, and has, like, the power of, like, the, um, the anti-life equation, because he's, like, an undead person now, too, is that they're taking out, uh, Kilowog's planet, and the Guardians... Even though that there is a um, a cure, doesn't want to bother trying to fix anybody. They just want to try to wipe out the dead and contain everything as much as possible. Uh, but whenever they find out that Kilowog's planet is the one next being like in line, uh, he goes and flies off, and a lot of the other uh, Green Lantern members, uh, you know, end up joining him, uh, trying to save the city along with like Superman and stuff. Um, there's a, there's a, a messed up scene where, cause, uh, Mr. Metaplex is there too, and, uh, Darkseid shows him the anti-life equation, and that triggers and turns him, so now we have, like, this giant, 
Mr. Mythoplex running around, scratching like his eyes out and stuff, trying to destroy things. And he has Kilowog and John Stewart like he's like squ like literally squeezing him in between his fingers, and they're trying to hold up a shield, but it eventually breaks, and he just pop, just just gets the two of them. Um, and then he takes off and he destroys the, um, the, the main, uh, lantern, uh, battery, uh, causing all the lanterns to lose power. Uh, but while this is going on, um, all of, like, the, um, like, atonal kind of people, like, the, um, uh, the spirit and, um, the, uh, Phantom Stranger and like those kind of people are watching, and the Spectre uh, gets fed up because they have a they having a conversation like should we just like ab abandon this universe and move on to the next? Um, uh, but uh, the Spectre decides that he's going to go and fight, and he powers up the uh, Green Lantern battery, um, saving all the lanterns, and it ends with like a. A standoff between uh, the uh, the Spectre and uh, Mister Mictiplex. Um, so that should be it. That's not a fight that I'd ever thought I'd see. Yeah, but, right. Uh, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> um, and then um, the last one I'll talk about is. Uh, did you read the X Men Annual, Dave? I didn't. You no, did? I, didn't, I, did. I didn't get that one. Oh, you didn't get the annual? I didn't even get it. How was oh. it? it? It's alright. It's basically a, um, a fire uh, star uh, just trying to to uh, reach her profile a little bit since she's on the X-Men team now. So uh, it starts with her getting a new costume, and in the entire costume she's got like this starfish on her chest. Yeah. And I'm like, once she get in the new costume, it's like, oh, that, that is, is the, the new, new costume. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so um, that was a little weird. Yeah, but, like, you know, it starts with her, like, in the bar there uh, uh, on the island and, like, nobody giving her any respect and stuff and people calling her, like, an Aven Avenger. It's, like, mm -hmm. kind of kind of almost like a slur, kind of. Um, uh, but uh, there's, like, four different um, things going on uh, that the X-Men need to take care of. I can't remember two of them. I remember that the, there's, like, a mojo going against, like, baby X-Men, and then there's, um, uh, there's this, uh, this, uh, hospital, I think it's, like, down in Florida, that didn't get its shipment of medicine, uh, th uh that they were supposed to get from Krakoa. And, like, all these teams are going different yeah. places. So, but, uh, so, yeah, most of the team goes to take care of these other things where, uh, Scott, uh, where Cyclops and Firestorm goes, not Firestorm, Firestarter, goes Star. Star goes down to stop that, and it turns out that an old uh, Iron Man villain, Whiplash? Whiplash. Not, not Whiplash, no, but uh, no. the, the tornado guy. Um, yeah, I forget oh, his name. Um, yeah, it was so... Yeah. Uh, who so had, memorable. Yeah. Who <laughs> has had a problem with her to begin with, and they end up fighting, and you know she, you know she ends up saving the day and gets them, you know, the medicine to, to them and stuff like that. But like I said this is just kind of like a uh, an issue to kind of like prop, you know, try to prop her up a little bit. Yeah, it, it was it was okay. 
not a must read, but it wasn't like a terrible, terrible read. Okay. But that's all I got. Okay. Uh, Junkyard Joe. I read it. I read it. So this was a, a little bit different episode, a little bit slower paced. Um, we learned more about the neighbor family. They came from San Francisco. The mother died about uh, a year ago, about the same time as, as Muddy's wife. Um, kind of having a hard time fit in. They go to school. The one kid gets suspended the first day because they're, they're apparently half Korean. And the kid mm-hmm. makes a racist joke. Hey, well, it wasn't even a joke. Hey, go back to Wuhan, you virus. You know. Um, the the middle girl who is the artist, um, she gets picked on by by kids in school. Um, and the oldest girl gets picked on because they say you know she they're rich, she's a rich kid even though you know they're not. Um, Those kids are so mean. Oh my god, oh, yeah. they're awful. Yeah. Um. So, Muddy, uh, you know, Joe was like doing his laundry for him, and and had cleaned up um, the house and shoveled the snow and all this other stuff, and then somehow. Muddy knocks over the world's best wife mug. It hits the ground and breaks. And, like, Joe has a breakdown. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but M, who is the middle daughter, the one that's the artist, she sees him. So, uh, we'll, we'll kind of see where this goes. But it was a, it was a good ep- or a good issue. Yeah, that's my question. Is how, how do you think this family is going to fit into this story, you know? Yeah. Is there one of the like, two I mean, issues left? Oh, I don't know how long this is. I think yeah, it's I like know. a I think it's like a five or six issue. Well, this was issue three, I think. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, it's really good. Um. All right. And I guess y'all are going to just leave this to me. Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths number seven. Final issue. Final issue. Yep. Ever. Stuck the landing. I. It, I, it ended. Yeah, it ended. It, it did oh, end. Wow. Um. The Justice League is in fact no more. They're alive, but <laughs> yeah, they're alive, but they're no more. Except for Green Arrow. He's alive. We he's, don't know where he he's is. Just lost. Yeah. He's mic'd right now. He's just out there wandering around. Nobody knows where he's at. Yeah. Uh, Nightwing collects the darkness or something like that. He can hold the darkness. But he's the light in the darkness. Yeah. Um, and then Dr. Light and the Flashes combined are able to force the darkness to withdraw from the multiverse. But it, like it turns out, this wasn't the great darkness. It was something else, and now yeah. the great darkness is going back and back to sleep or something. Yeah. I, I was having a hard time following that. Also, the the whole confrontation between Slade and Nightwing, Deathstroke and Nightwing, was like in somebody's head. What was yeah, going on it there? Was, but then it wasn't. But then it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, it was really that was weird. I and I like Joshua Williamson. This was just poorly written. Yeah. I, I 
don't know what this was trying to be, but it was bad. Yeah, like the big ideas of they were kept prisoners on worlds where they were living out their dream. Okay, but to what end? It just none of it, none right. of it clicked. Like that could be interesting as a one-off or or whatever, mm-hmm. but it it just wasn't. But now they're not going to have a Justice League because let's let the idea sit for a while. Well, they got to reevaluate and, and see what their new legacy will be. Um, so the issue did something that can work under the right circumstance, but in this case was stupid. They made Black Adam the Rock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just straight up the Rock. Mm-hmm. With the eyebrow. Uh, yeah, with the eyebrow. He raised people's eyebrow and, and everything. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it just... Oh, don't forget the, the coda. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, and you, you get to the epilogue, and, and somebody is talking to a screen full of white faces, and, you know, uh, uh, effectively it's, you know, get rid of all the superheroes. Or, who sorry, who all, could... All the metahumans. Yeah, and who could possibly do that? <gasps> Amanda Waller. With, like, the worst team ever. Yeah. Two, two peacemakers. Two, yeah. Right. And then it I was like... That was, like, a, that was like, like the weird... bizarre Batman-Superman thing? Well, but there were two Batman. One, I think, was the bizarre one. I'm not sure. The other one almost looked like the Batman who laughs. But it yeah, wasn't. I, I just... And especially because they're doing this Waller versus Wildstorm set in the 80s. That's coming. And it's like, wh- why are you guys obsessed with Amanda Waller? It's just, she's I, interesting I, in small doses. But... Right. I can't remember. Where did she end up after that, uh, uh, what was it, like, War? Yeah, World War Three or, or whatever that was. Yeah, that stupid thing. Oh. Well, and, and... I think she was in another universe. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's what I, I didn't know what was going on with that, like how she got back. But yeah, they didn't play up that they brought back the multiverse, because that was played up in that Big Bang issue that came out the week before, which clearly shouldn't have shipped the week before, and... Oh, it yeah, that was a mess. Wow. Yeah. It was poop. Yeah. I only, or I'm sorry, you said no. that was last? Yeah. Okay. okay, I have one more, and it was that Stargirl book, which I'm not in, I'm not my thing. She's trying to find these sidekicks. Yeah, but he's trying to find sidekicks who aren't really sidekicks. They're just made up for this, and who cares? Okay. Um, yeah. Is it, was it bad, or is it just, it's not your It's just not my thing. Okay. Um, because it, it's like tying into Dark Crisis and tying into the, the, um, the new, what was it that they did? Um, that one shot. Um, the Golden Age. Yeah, all that, and it's just like, okay, I don't... All this and no one cares. Yeah. Red, Red Arrow was the key character who I don't even know. It's apparently Oliver Queen's sister. Thea Queen. Like, yeah, like oh, Sep- is it Thea? But she's Asian. Yeah, I think it's like a Sep's Oh, no, Kamiko or something? Yeah, like I'm yeah. just, I don't know who she is. I'm lost, and I'm just, I'm she like... She was in Green Arrow for a while. That was, like, during, like, the Rebirth stuff, I think. I was, like, I thought it was before that. I thought Red Arrow was a new too. character, though. Or, I don't know. Doesn't It matter. wasn't Roy Harper. It was... No. Uh, yeah. No. So, yeah, just not my thing. Maybe, I, I hope people are enjoying it. It's just not my... No, that's fair. I'm trying. 
So that's all. That's the last one of the that I. Cool, Colin. What's coming out next? Week? Books. So it's a, it, it's a little confusing, but we already got DC's books for next week, which played havoc with anyone with a point of sale system um, that they don't seem to care. They're all defensive about what they did, and we're kind of like, if you'd given us two invoices, that would have helped. But everything for two weeks on one invoice is a little bit of a because I load the invoice and that's coming next coming soon, and you guys can pre-order it, but. I can't finish that to now arrived because half of it I've checked in. It's just, it's a mess. But next week from DC, we get Batman 131. Pat's excited. Yep. Batman Nightwatch 5, last issue of that little one. Uh, we got the Batman vs. Raza Ghoul trade paperback. Uh, Dark Knights of Steel 9, that's back after a, seems a little bit. Uh, Gotham City Year One, that's the Tom King book. There's uh, a lot of Batman here. Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing, number four. Poison Ivy, number eight. You're not helping. Sword of <laughs> Azrael, number six. We're going to start the year out yeah. strong, you know? Yeah, with the bats. Um, uh, Marvel, we're getting Avengers 64, which is part of the Avengers whatever it's called. Uh, Fantastic Four 3, just for Dave. Uh, Gold Goblin <laughs> 3, part of Dark Web. Uh, Joe Fixit, number one. Uh, we get the Marvel calendars next week, yay. Uh, Scarlet Witch number one. Uh, I like this. We have uh, Shang-Chi, Master of the Ten Rings number one, following the series Shang-Chi, Master... And, oh, what is it? Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Well, that's where he got him. Now he's right, now it's a one-shot finale to the series. Great. Um, Which was really just a continuation of the old series, but it wasn't very good. Uh, Star Wars 30, where we got five Star Wars books this week, only one next week, and uh, we have, okay, hang on, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Armageddon game, The Alliance number three. That's a heck of a title. Try to remember it while you read it. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. And then from everybody else, um, being Children of the Black Sun, I'm not 100% sure who this is, what company, um... Got Deathgasm number one, uh, Mosley number one. This looks like a boom book. Uh, Purgatory Must Die. That's from Dynamite. Uh, my favorite, Scotch McTiernan Holiday Party one shot. That's from Image. Uh, Sky Superb. This is from Dark Horse. This is a Matt Kint one. Uh, Trojan number one. This is from AWA. And that's it. So a little bit lighter week than this week. Um, bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. And that's all we got. Look, we're getting out of here right when Tim did. Ooh. Craziness. Craziness. So I think we're going to do uh, May's book this month, uh, for, or next month for January for the book club. I just got them in. Um, that was a really good book. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, and I don't know what we're doing for next week. So the rest of this week is the end of the vault double points, and we'll figure out something on Friday from what we're doing in January. Hey, hey, I could clear out all my inventory. Um, buy one, get five free. Hey, now. <laughs> I still paid full price for it all. Um, so I think that's all we got. It's been a good year. We'll get to do a little year-end recap next week. I think that's all we got. Pat, send us home, because Mike doesn't know where he is. That's podcast. We'll talk at you next week. See ya.